And we are back with an all-new edition of Beckett Radio. I am Eric Norton. He is Paul Worth. We are the Fat Packs, and this is Beckett Radio. What's going on, Paul? Saw, dude. Saw, dude. What's going on, man? Happy to be here today. Heck yeah, man. You know what else I'm happy about? What are you happy about, man? It's like 11 o'clock. It's, it's like not 8 o'clock in the morning. Yeah, it's not 8 o'clock in That's the morning. nice. But you still haven't ate breakfast. Well, I actually just shoved it in. Oh, you shoved it in your I mouth? Did. I did. <laughs> okay. I did just before you were like, come on, let's go. And I'm like, all right. Sweet. Well, at least you ate. There you go. Just you'll so everybody it. out there knows that I'm full and happy. Yeah, you'll, you'll fill that in about 25 minutes. And Probably. Just, yeah. All right, let's all right. hurry up. All right, let's go. Let's do that. <laughs> so, man, we got a we got a big show today. We got... Um, I don't think big is... like It's a fat pack show. It's definitely a fat pack show. Uh, we've been hyping it all week. We got Troy Hughes from CBS Radio 105.3 The Fan. The Fan. Here in Dallas in the house with us. He's a collector. He's a pop culture guy. He's a, he's a WWE fanatic. So I'm sure we're going to get into all of that. Seems like a cool dude. Yeah, he's, he's, a, pre, he's a pretty cool guy. I don't, uh, it's going to sound a little later when, when, he's in, when he's in here and we're talking to him. It's going to sound like a little bit like I stalked him on Facebook. <laughs> but I, I want everyone to know that I did not stalk him. I was actually um, just uh, he. I was watching his pictures, and what what came, how this came about is a couple of weeks ago he and his guys opened up some. Uh, I forget some, which product. I, I think it was eighty eight score baseball or eighty nine. So it was old. It was an eighty nine. It was an eighty nine product. So I think they were going after a Griffey rookie. Yeah, it, it was old. You know, so it was something that needs to be redeemed. So I was like, hey, you want to come in and do the show? We'll get you a good product to break and. Uh, We'll, we'll talk about collecting. We'll talk about all things WWE, pop culture, maybe some Stranger Things talk. I know that uh, that's a pretty popular thing right now. And Mr. Ryan Cracknell did a post about Stranger Things, tied it into card collecting. So we can talk about that. Yeah, that but uh, before we get into all that, man, we had a we had a kind of a busy week in new products and pricing. So what kind of product? And you do the products this time, and this week I'm going to do the pricing. All right, let's do it. All right. So what right. what do we got with the products? Man? All right, we'll start with basketball. We did uh, we had Panini Preferred. Basketball. Okay. Um, high risk, high reward. You know, we've got two packs, two cards, high risk, high reward. Check out that box busters. We, uh, we, we, we hit a Wiggins auto, which was pretty cool. Sweet. So that's uh, a great product. All right. So good stuff on that. Uh, Panini did a good job with that. We've got uh, for football, we got, um, uh, let's see, well, Donruss has been out, I think, two weeks now. Um, we've got Gala football came out All right. as well. Um, we opened that pretty cards. Panini, Panini again, man, just. Just hitting home runs with that. And, um, man, we had one more football. What was the other one that we had come out? Uh, unparalleled. Unparalleled football. Unparalleled, which has 15 parallels. <laughs> parallels, yeah. So <laughs> it's kind of a, a play on words there. Um, again, man, if you like Shiny, that, that is the product for you. I mean, we got some, we got some good hits out of that as well. Um, but it seems to be doing pretty well in the secondary market as well. Very so cool. Very those cool. out, and then uh, let's see. We had you guys opened. Uh, Walking Dead came out. Walking Dead season four, uh, part two. Part two. Yeah. All right. This one is a. Uh, so all the autographs that were in season one, season four, part one, some of those guys are still there. But then this has like Rosita in it and Abraham, and I know you don't know who any of those people no, are. No, I don't watch the show, unfortunately. But um, it's it's. It's they're popular characters on the show, okay. so um, okay. it'll be collectors. Actually, collectors already have been pulling some of those. The Rosita's going for about a hundred dollars. Awesome. So okay. good deal. That's good on that stuff. Um, a couple other things too. We had uh, uh, Panini Donruss Soccer came out. Yeah. Um, I know we got a couple of boxes of that. We'll be doing a box buster on that real real soon. Um, that looks exciting. I've already seen a uh, a Ronaldo autograph out of there. Oh wow! So it was pretty pretty sharp die cut number twenty five. It was a pretty Sweet. cool card. 
Um, so that was out. Uh, Strata Baseball. That's always a good product. I um, love those the thick cards with the shadow boxes and all that stuff. So it's. I've seen some stuff, controversy man. this year over around that product where people are pulling cards of the same player because there's only two cards. There's only per, two cards in a pack. Yes. So yeah, only two cards per pack, and so like say it say it's Dallas Keuchel. Right. Uh, so, you so you're get, getting like a regular and a parallel of him. Yeah, something like that. And it, some people are not happy about that. But I mean, but then again, let, let's let's keep it real. If you get two Trouts or two Chris Bryant's or two Ken Griffey Juniors, there nobody's going to complain. Yeah, so. then everybody's happy, right? Right. So take it for, for yeah, what that take is. Take it for what that's worth. So anyway, what do you got priced up? So all new pricing, right? So uh, we got – it's been a pretty busy week. I tell you what, Matt Bible's been busy. Um, that dude's always busy. Yeah, he, he is. Um, Ian's been busy. I've been kind of busy with a couple of products. But anyways, let's, let's start with 2016-17 uh, MVP has been priced. Okay. So that's the first product of the new hockey season. Um, got 25 rookies in there, and there's some rookie redemptions in there to grab, too. Okay. You want, you want to look for those. Um, Beckett Gaming, whew, man, he did a lot. So 2016 Yu-Gi-Oh! Dragons of Legends Unleashed and 2016 Magic the Gathering from the Vault Lore are both priced, and they're, they're live right now on the OPG. I got 2015-16 UD Black Hockey. That stuff, man... Um, it's one of those products like it, it's like I think it's down to like two twenty four a box right now. Okay, you get six cards in it. You got to hit big to hit big. But when you hit big, like if you get a McDavid, it's pretty good. <laughs> you know, um, the hot card out of that right now. There's only five of them, but two of them have been pulled. Is the McDavid and Gretzky dual auto? Oh. Last one sold for thirty five hundred dollars. Wow! So those are cool. Dude, I didn't know about that card. Yeah, it's that's in there. Um, that's sweet. So and then Matt Bible, he he's got his uh his whole thing going right now. He's got WWE uh, Tops Heritage priced, um, Leaf Pop Century priced, Leaf Tennis priced, and uh, the Summer Olympics. Price the summer oh, of 2016 very cool. summer Olympics price. price. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, Justin got jumped in there yesterday with Donruss football is priced as well. Yeah. So all that is live and priced in your OPG. I got one more for you. Okay, what's up? The Racing Prism has been priced. Racing as well. Prism has been yes. priced. Okay. Yes. Cool. So that. So we're rolling, man. We're rolling. If you're looking for those that prism, I know Mike. What's up, Mike? I know you're looking for those uh, those prism prices. So uh, um, get your fat pack self over there to the OPG and. Uh, Check out that prison pricing. See what happens with the with those cards. I'm sure that you will be um, have a lot to say probably. You know, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, anyways, just go over there, Mike. Check that out, and everybody else who's following that prison racing. I know that uh, there are people out there. You were telling me just this morning, waiting, man. There was, you were telling me this morning about a gentleman who is a big Minnesota Wild fan, yeah, but he's man. also like bat- buying up all this uh, pr- prism racing. Yeah, he's looking, so. looking for certain people in the prism. So okay. Yeah, we'll give a little shout-out to uh, his uh, his name back home was White House Eric. White House Eric. Yeah. Awesome. So we'll give him a What's up, a White House out. Eric? Give him a little shout-out. Now, is he from Maryland? He's literally from, I believe, Minnesota. Okay, that would explain the Minnesota, yeah, Minnesota card. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I was like, that's a little confusing. but Yeah, it is. All right. But, so. but he's also a little wild, so you could take it either way. Get it either so. way. All right, White House Eric. What's up, man? I hope you're doing good on those uh, those prisms. Um, there's prisms typically got a lot of parallels, so yep. good luck finding them all. Yep. That, yeah. All right, man. Tops now. What's going on with Tops now? Tops now, man. Man, they are they're killing this relic, man. Chris Bryant, right? Killing it, man. You tell know, me, I mean, I, I know, but tell me. I just you do the numbers. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, and this Tops is just phenomenal as far as marketing and and making money. 
Um, you know, the Chris Bryant's, you put them out, and I know each year was a little bit more, but, you know, $40,000 they're, they're selling in the matter of four or five minutes. Wow. You know, with the different relics, the one-of-ones, the out-of-10s, out of 25s out of 49 out of 99s Just unbelievable. And people are jumping on them. And uh, they limit them now, one per person. Like, you can get one of each per person, okay. but you can't get, like, you can't buy all 10, 10, 10 of, you know, you can't buy one through 10 of all, numbered out of 10. That's what I'm trying to say. Uh, so you can only get one at a time. Man, it's, it's changing things, man. And they are yeah. doing, they're killing it on the secondary market. Now, what killing did you it. tell me that they made in like a matter of three minutes? Like the company himself. That was the one that was, that was like 40K. The 40K. 40K. All right. 40K in three minutes. We are clearly doing the wrong thing with our lives. Absolutely. <laughs> because Absolutely. that is some massive, massive fundage. I'm still not on board. I'm still anti, <laughs> I'm still anti instant card. And that's not right. just tops. That's all the way across all the board. board. Um, I just maybe I just don't like change. Maybe that's what it is. It could be. I, I tell you what, though, man, they've put out some good cards lately. I'm, I'm going to give it to them. The uh, the Ben Attendee card okay. that they just put out, uh, him going over the wall to catch that home run from uh, I can't remember who he caught it from, but that was a phenomenal catch, phenomenal picture. Uh, the Rizzo card, the one that he caught in foul territory, where he's actually standing on the tarp, kind of balancing on the tarp. I mean, the photography is fantastic. Sweet. And it, and like again, when I'm 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 on board with tops now. I'm team tops now. Um, I love that kind of stuff. Like, I don't want to wait till 2017 to see Rizzo balancing in the wind, whether he's going to catch the ball. I think it's just cool that, that they put it out now. Mm-hmm. I so. get, I get it, I get it, man. So. It's, uh, they're doing it right. I can't, I can't knock them for it. They're, they're definitely doing whatever they're, whatever this is. I don't, I, I, the instant card phenomenon. I guess it is phenomenal. It's, it's definitely caught on and it's definitely working. Yep. I just, man, I, I, I struggle. I have right now on eBay. On the secondary market, <laughs> I have I had I have a card. I have a Dominic Hoshik Peter Forsberg card, dual autograph. I can't sell it for for seventy bucks, right? But they're they're making cards <laughs> and making forty thousand dollars in three minutes. Yep. Wow, that's I got two confirmed Hall of Famers. <laughs> they got yep. Anthony Rizzo, who might not play a game. Tomorrow, if his le- his knee get blown out, right? You know, I hope that doesn't happen, Russo. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but anyways, I'm just maybe I'm a little jealous. Maybe I'm I'm jaded. You know, maybe so. Maybe that's maybe what so. it is. I don't care. Maybe you're just saving up all your money to buy the big fish. Mm. Maybe that's what is you're that doing. still out there? Oh, it's still out there, man. Still <sighs> out there. Still out there. Still so out there. what are we like? We're like two months into this. Oh, aren't we? I don't. I can't have lost track. Yeah, yeah it's, it's a long time. It's so much money. Uh, it's not ever going to happen. I if I were you know what if I were him I'd talk to Brian Gray about maybe buying it and putting it in a reseller product. There you go, like a, a buyback. Yeah, thing. there yeah, you go. Because that <laughs> Gray's not going to give you fifty or five hundred thousand dollars for it, but you know he'd probably give you the the best offer out there. Yeah, possibly. That's what I think. There you go. But anyways, that's neither here nor there. If that guy ever sells that, I'm going to send him a flowers or something. Yeah, I don't we'll send him <laughs> a fat packs T-shirt. I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to send him flowers and just tell him you know. Thanks for the show fodder for the last yeah. three months. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, speaking of big fish, we're, we're, we're going to get into a little bit uh, of a big a big flower. Uh, Daisy Ridley, she has a super fracture out there. And um, it's Cracknell. Our guy Cracknell did a, did a piece on it. And he he said that it's actually been taken down off the secondary market now. So I, I bet probably there, there was an offer made. Probably, But yeah. the Harrison Ford sold for 10000 So there's no reason to think that the Ridley... Didn't get fifteen. Yeah, so, no reason. Yeah, no reason for it not to. Yeah. Not so, well, we're gonna get into that a little bit later in the show, 
as we talk about that Ridley Superfractor and uh, have our guests come in and join us on that talk. But until, uh, until then, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be back in just a minute. Hey, guys, this is Derek Ficken with Beckett Grading Services. You're listening to Beckett Radio, home of the best radio show ever. Trending, trending, Beckett Radio. Trending, trending, Beckett Radio. What's trending at Beckett Radio? <laughs> All wow. right. That, that, again, is an amazing segue by Mr. Norton. I, I'm the king of the segues. You are the king. I'm going to welcome uh, Troy Hughes to the show from 105.3 The Fan, CBS Radio here in Dallas. What's up, Troy? What a beautiful singing voice you have. You like that? That is beautiful. Have you not gone on tour yet? Um, I... Man, I'm trying to, but the Chewbacca lady took up all the tour dates. She for did, man. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about 15 minutes of fame. Yeah, man. Wow. He knows. Uh, yeah. my, my co-host, Mr. Paul Worth, yeah. knows her. You know her? Yeah, yeah, man. We go to church together. Oh, my. So, she raked yep. in like something like a quarter million. It was ridiculous. Just off that one video. Yep. And yep. she's still doing crazy videos. She just went on tour with, um, I can't think of his name. Some country Some guy. Some country guy. She did an opening for him. She can actually sing. So she did an opening song for him, and she's got, a, she's got all kinds of good things going on. So. All because of a freaking mask. All because of a mask. Yep. Wow. But we're here Good today stuff. to talk about cards, man. Yeah. Yes. We're here today to talk about cards. Uh, I'm happy you're here. We reached out to you a couple of weeks ago. We made it happen. Finally, we got you here. Um, we just went on a great tour of the building. But now we're going to sit down and do the radio show and talk about why you're here. It's because a few weeks ago, you guys opened some 1990-some-odd uh, flare score or something or another. Something old really. crap stuff. <laughs> <laughs> And I saw it's it. It's so good, we can't remember. <laughs> I saw it, and I was like, man, we got to redeem this. So we wanted to bring you in and talk about collecting first, and then we'll get into some other stuff later if that's cool with you. That's cool. That's awesome. cool with me. Awesome. So, Paul, you saw it, the old stuff. I did. And what did you think? Yeah, I don't know. That's, yeah, that's, that's a lot of airtime. Right. I'm going to have to edit out. <laughs> yeah, that's uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh Man, that old stuff is hard. But it is you're, hard. You're here because you were collecting, you were collecting when you were a kid. And we talked about all kinds of 80s and 90s stuff. Oh, yeah. And uh, it was right around Griffey Jr.'s induction to the Hall of Fame that I saw your post started coming about being in the card shop. You were at Dwayne's over in Arlington. What's up, Dwayne? Um, and you guys were looking for a Griffey Jr. rookie card, right? Right, right. The 89, number one, the uh, Griffey. You know, he goes into the Hall of Fame. And, you know, that normally is what happens when you're – you know, a guy that grew up collecting baseball cards, either you think about cards when someone's going into the Hall of Fame or they're going six feet under. Sure. And so with Griffey, I immediately thought, oh, my God, the upper deck number one. i got to go get it. <laughs> and so like you said, I went out to Dwayne's in Arlington thinking I'm going to scoop this thing up because when I was a kid, I mean, that thing was going for like 100 150 bucks. Sure. Oh, yeah. And then I get out there, and I was able to pull some change out of my pocket. Ah. Uh. And purchase it, <laughs> which kind of which kind of left me defeated on one side. But that's not what it's about. It's not. It's not. Uh, a couple of weeks ago, we did a sh- we did a segment about a gentleman from oh Missouri, was it Missouri or Cincinnati, Ohio that had four hundred King Griffey Jr. Oh, rookies. That's right. yeah. what? He had yeah. four, he, and that's all he collected was the the junior number one, and he card. had uh, unopened boxes and cases of that stuff. Which tells you how mass produced that was during that era, but he had displayed on this table like we were sitting on this table. It's all over this table, and then he had a few graded ones. And I was like, really? Okay, so yeah. he has four hundred of, of the of Griffin that, card that you went and, and got. Yes. So, but what was he doing with them? He just kept them in a box. Yeah, he just yeah. kept See, them. See, that's that that's idiotic. See, what you do when you have that many cards of one person, 
and it's not really worth as much as you think, what you do is you do this. You line it in a mattress, hmm. and then you take that mattress, and you <laughs> find a beautiful woman. And you can say, you know what? I just made love to a woman on a bed full of King Griffey. <laughs> there you cards. go. That's what you're supposed to do with things like that. There you go. That's, Give uh, me a call, dude. Whatever your name is, wherever you're from, call me up. <laughs> call Troy. I need a new mattress. Yeah. Whoa, there we go. That's awesome. That's uh, that, wow. that card is iconic, though. Um, it's it's a card that's grade sensitive, so it might be twenty thirty bucks raw. It might even be two or three dollars raw. But if you get a high grade like a nine five, that's that's money right there. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. And, and for me, you know, when I saw it at Dwayne's, it really wasn't about the grade. It was just about the childhood. It's sure. like like you said, you know. Growing up in a small Texas town, you know, I've kind of was looking at baseball cards as an outlet. And I think we all were. We're all yeah. trying to find something to hold on to, whether it was stamp collecting or, you know, you wanted to get a rock and talk to it all day. But for me, it was like <laughs> baseball cards. And so, like, around 85, 86 mm-hmm. is when I really started to get into them. Like, like you know, we all had our favorites. Like, who was your favorite? Um, mine was Sheffield, actually. Uh, still part of that 89 Upper Deck. Uh, I, I was anti. I wasn't anti Griffey, but I wasn't. I wasn't living in Seattle at the time. But I was a big Sheffield fan because everybody was Griffey, and I'm from a small town in Texas too, Springtown, Texas, out in the middle of nowhere. We actually had a card shop, and that lady rang up prices on those cards for like nobody's business because yep. she could because she was the only game in town, uh-huh. right? But that my my guy was Sheffield. What about you? Who was your I was guy? A Henderson guy, actually. Ricky Henderson. Yeah, I couldn't run. I was not fast at all. So oh, I, yeah. I uh, definitely like someone that could run. Well, then, so. then then you're kind of in the same boat I was. See, me, I had two. Number one was Ozzie Smith. Mm. Okay. The fact that a guy could run out there, do a backflip on the field, and sure. be an incredible shortstop was amazing to me. But my favorite player in the baseball card that I collected every time I saw it was Kirby Puckett. Kirby Puckett. Uh, because Kirby Puckett gave me hope that if I kept eating this full box of Mr. Good Bars, I would still be able to play baseball one day and right. win a world championship. Sweet. And, yeah, I, I, those are my two favorites, Ozzie and Kirby. Ozzie and Kirby. That, those are not bad ones. Kirby's, no. uh, Kirby had a little bit of controversy towards the end of his life there. But well, you know, yeah, you know what? When you, when, you, when you have glaucoma, it makes you do weird things. Yeah, yeah, you know, and that's what true. happens to you. Know? Sometimes legal, sometimes not, right? Sometimes, yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, um, all fair, you and I, were, we were chatting about uh, you had the Griffey number one when you were a kid, and you made a trade. Tell me about this trade, man. Oh, man. Uh, yeah, uh, I don't want to name the kid that traded me and pretty much robbed me of this card, uh, Cody Stone in uh, Crockett, Texas. Uh, but uh, <laughs> What's up, Cody Stone? Yeah, what's up, man? <laughs> this is what happened. So I had the 89 Griffey upper deck. Now, I had the other ones. I had the uh, the, the Griffey Fleer. I had the Donneris. I had that horrible Bowman. Oh, Bowman. Oversized. Oversized. <laughs> always bent in the book. No one liked the Bowmans. But uh, I had the 89 upper deck number one, which, by the way, I had it because I took it out of the set. Oh, okay. Ah, so it wasn't right. like I had opened it and found it. Sure. I had the box set. Had the box set. But I pulled it from the set to trade. Oh, man. Because I knew that I was trading this kid that was the son of some other player for the future of baseball dominance. So I traded my 89 King Griffey Jr. rookie card for Kevin Moss. 
Kevin, Kevin Moss. Moss. Wow, at least it wasn't Kevin Bass. But no. Kevin Moss. I, and, and the thing is, I just got blinded. I got blinded by the New York Yankee love. Sure. Yeah. Because that's what happens. There's either someone's from the New York Yankees or they're from the Cubs and they're the next big thing. And it was Kevin Moss. Kevin yeah, Moss. And he was hyped back then. Yeah. And yeah. he had this iron jaw. And I'm like, if a guy has a jaw that looks like that, you know he's going into the Hall of Fame because his bust is going to look amazing. Sure. Yep. And... Nah, totally bust, robbed. You got the bus part right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it was bus. Yeah, it, it was a bus. huge bus. It was all. It was either Kevin Moss or Greg Jeffries. Oh, those oh. are the two New York guys. Either the Yankee Moss or the oh. Mets Jeffries. Oh. Wow, that's uh, that's tough, man. That that brings up a subject that I wanted to get into. That I'm going to shoot it out on Twitter. I want to know about your uh, your bad trades. I want to know about trades that you made. Your Todd that, Von Popples. Yeah, your Todd Van oh, Popples. Todd Van Popples. Things things that you knew that were sure things. That didn't pan out. Like, uh, what's the dude from the Yankees? Uh, Brian uh, Brian Taylor. Brian Taylor. Poor guy. I don't know. Man. Uh, He's, yeah. Nolan Ryan's kid. What was, what was his name? Reed Ryan, right? Oh, yeah. Reed Ryan was another one. Uh, another one for my youth. Uh, Ramon Martinez. Yeah. I thought he was going to oh, be the next right, yeah. big Cy Young winner of sure. uh, Ben McDonald. Ben McDonald oh, ben of the Baltimore McDonald. Orioles. Oh. Another guy, you know. He, you know, he had a cool error card, too. Yeah. It, it was missing the symbol or for, it had the wrong symbol or something, yeah. the star rookie or That's something. That's right. Was and you know what? That was like a ridiculous card. And I live, I'm from Maryland. So I lived it, man. I was like, we were chasing Ben McDonald cards. And man. you know what? Now that I think about it, that's a bad trade. That's another bad trade I had. I had a Ben McDonald uh, rookie card, or I had another card. And I traded for Ben McDonald because I was like, this card I'm not going to keep because it's some skinny guy from Auburn who's not going to make it. Frank Thomas. <laughs> Man. Man. You Man. guys are you guys are second guessing why you brought me here today. <laughs> why? Yeah. No, why we're we? wondering why you didn't bring your cards <laughs> to trade us. I, yeah. 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 <laughs> I'm giving you everything I had. Frank Thomas. Now that was that the the weird that was the weird the weird looking uh, nine was it 1990 rookie that had the different colors around the edge or was it the tops that had him in his Auburn uniform? Yeah, that, it was the tops in the Auburn uniform because you know most cards you know you want a good face card like yeah. Griffey's iconic. Griffey's iconic card sure. with the gold chain and the hair and the perfect hat and the smile. That that shot of Frank Thomas on that tops card, he's like kneeling down, yeah, yeah. trying to ground out a ball, wondering what am I going to eat for lunch. Just a horrible card. Now that card, actually, there's an error version of that card yes. that gets probably five six hundred dollars on a regular basis. Yep, and graded it's, a lot, lot more. Yeah, than that. it's yeah. called the it's called the no name, no name on front. So Tops produced that card and. They produce it without his name on the front of the card, and if you can grab that error card, now the, the only thing the the about that was only in factory sets. Yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Now, now you guys took sets. me to your card library, mm -hmm. which was amazing. It it smelled like Pete Incavilia's balls. It was great. <laughs> but uh, you guys took me over there, and I saw the cards. But you're talking about error cards. I didn't even ask you about the most iconic one. Okay, or at well, least from my generation. Oh, I know where you're going. I know where you're going. The '89 F face. The F face. The yes. Billy Ripken. Billy the Billy Ripken. Ripken. That's yeah. a that's a popular one. We actually have a friend of the show, Jason Crosby. Crosby. He's a sketch artist, and uh, he and I posed for a. Well, I'm sorry, Paul and I posed for a sketch card for Jason Crosby. It's going to be in the F face. Uh, Are you serious? Yeah, so that's we're amazing. Holding we're holding like, mics, and he put instead of F face. What? Yeah, we're called the fat packs around here. So <laughs> yeah. uh, instead of the F face, he put fat packs on the bottom of it yeah. for us. So nice. That's coming our way, but that's very yeah that. Probably has to be the most popular error card. It freaked my mother out because I was an Orioles fan. I mean, I lived in Maryland. So this card comes out, and it's got this word on it, you know, and I'm like 11, 12 years old or whatever, and it right. just freaked her out. She's like, I don't know if you can do cards anymore. 
I was always hoping in cars. I don't know if you can do that. I don't, I don't, what are they doing? I don't understand. Yeah, freaked her out. Well, unfortunately, for and I you, never got one, but it still freaked her out because I told her about it because I thought, oh, look at this. Yeah. this is Imagine cool. if you had that C3PO card. Oh, oh yes. Where, where he's, yes. Sport, he's sporting his, uh, yeah. his, his force. Yes. <laughs> All of his force. Yes. yes. That's yes. awesome. Um, yeah. that, that card, there's so many different variations of it, too. There's the black box, there's the white box, there's the, right. the air the with the, the scribble on it, and it has the cut in it, and there's, there's so many different versions of that card to find. The, C th- the C3PO, that's, a, that's pulling, pulling it way back there. That's yeah. nice. Uh, Tops just crushed it with that one. Yeah, just <laughs> <it>. <laughs> He's not a player, but he crushes a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, but also in your pictures while... Um, you were at the card shop. You, I saw you had your kids with you, and you guys were flipping through cards. I just want to tell you, from a collector, I think it's kind of cool that you're trying to got, maybe trying to get them into it. Um, we definitely love passing this hobby on to our kids. Oh yeah. Um, my son doesn't want anything to do with it. Oh really? <laughs> really? He doesn't. He's just like, oh yeah, cards. Okay, and he moves on. Um, what about your kids, Paul? They I got, into it? I got him. A, I got him a no, little notebook with some pages, and uh, we opened some packs. They get mad at me because I take the shiny ones from them. Oh you know, really? Packs and stuff, but. Yeah. I got a few shiny runs to give back to them. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the thing the thing about my kids, you know, I, I basically want them to understand that you can enjoy things and have a passion for something that doesn't have a circuit board in it. Sure, you right. can actually right. you can actually look at these things and appreciate that. Wow, there's an art to it, but also a coolness factor without having to be in a chat room to ask what's the next thing you're going to build in your Minecraft set. Sure. You know, and that's that's what I like to do with these with my kids and especially with the stuff that I grew up with because number one it takes me back right. while enjoying that time with them and also it's, you know, like I said, it's a little unfortunate, but not really. But they're so accessible now. Sure. When I look for cards, like I said, when I bought that box of Fleer cards that we opened on the radio at 105.3, the fan here in Dallas, when I opened that box of cards, it cost me 10 bucks for an right, entire exactly. box. But to my kids, they don't know that. They just know yep. that these are unopened cards that could have anything in them. Yep, and they're right. amazed by them. Yeah, yeah that's are. that's the fun, the joy that's still there. and. Again, the smell of those old oh, cards. Oh, man. man. The smell. Of, listen, I don't know what it is. There is a chemical. There is <laughs> some sort of a, uh, a cardboard that has a name to it. I don't know what that smell is, but they need to make a fragrance and make that into a cologne for men. Because, my God, if Chloe and Lamar can have <laughs> a perfume, then I can have a cologne that I wear called Eau de la Upper Deck. Yeah. Upper Deck. And I would smear <laughs> that take me all... Take to the game. Right? Oh, I would smear that all over my body every day. Well, I understand awesome. that completely, but I'm also a large guy, so I'm still looking for the fajita cologne. Oh, the we fajita cologne. The fajita cologne, we <laughs> yeah. made that happen. That could I'd work be, out. Yeah, I might get divorced, but... <laughs> Put it in a body spray. <laughs> mm. I bet Axe right now is making a fajita Axe. They may be. Now, you know Pizza Hut came out with its own cologne. Oh, did they? Pizza Hut came out with the cologne, and then KFC just released their own sunscreen, mm. which is in a fried chicken. Uh, which makes that sense, sense. of that new commercial. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, the extra crispy kernel. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Speaking oh. of chicken. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Lunchtime. <laughs> we're gonna, what we're going to do now, actually, we're going to get into this. Uh, we're going to do a box busters. You want to do a box busters? Yeah. All right. So what we have in front of us, man, is uh, Donruss Optic, and it's pretty cool it's actually got the san diego chicken in it believe it or not seriously yeah, yeah it really? does yeah, it's got you, mascot cards yeah san diego so the yep. uh, if you didn't know it that was a great segue <laughs> 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 um we're gonna get into this we're gonna take a quick break we're gonna get set up we're gonna do this on facebook live so obviously you're gonna hear this tomorrow but we're gonna do it facebook live now and maybe get some uh some views and uh have some fun all right yeah man looking all forward right. to it we'll be right back 
This is Eric Norton, co-host of Beckett Radio, and you're listening to the number one sports collecting podcast in the world, home of the Fat Packs. All right, guys, we're back from that quick break, and we got this box of Domino's Optic in front of us. Check that out. It's sealed. It's ready to go. All right, so uh, this is... Uh this is quite different from what I'm used to. Yes. You know, yes. the Donruss that I knew back in the day uh, was much smaller than this. Okay. And I would uh, sit and pray that I would get a Kevin Mitchell. Yeah. <laughs> and now I'm looking at the... Now, do, do they have Diamond Kings anymore? Uh, yeah, Diamond Kings is actually its own product now. So what oh, it, okay. you get... It's a little bit of a, a higher-end product. This was about 80 bucks a box. Right. Diamond Kings... Hold up! <laughs> Wait! <laughs> This this is eighty dollars, yeah, and we're just gonna open it. Yeah, we're yep, just gonna open, open it. Right okay, now. you know yep. that I have like bills that I could yeah know, pay. Me and, too, and something. Yeah, and me we're too. Just, wow, is, eighty bucks. This is a di- an addiction though. This is actually on the grand scheme of the card things, this is mid end. It's it's not bad. Yeah, so, not at all. And to to add real quick, there are you are gonna get Diamond Kings in this. Oh really? Yeah, Seriously? They have, a, they have a little subset in there. All right. Diamond Kings. All right, you ready so, to do this? I'm ready yeah. now. Now I'm excited. So we're now gonna get, we're looking for two autographs. Yep. We're hoping this is a hot box with five autographs in it. By the way, he opened that knife way too easily. Uh, that's, that's eight years of military service for you. Yeah. So either that or I'm really good friends with OJ. I'm not <laughs> sure. Nice. Here we yeah. go. So it's uh, He's not wearing gloves, right? four cards per pack, 20, 20 packs. We'll split this up. Wow. I want to see you split, that one. split 23 ways. Yeah, let's do that. Give you that one. All right. That one. And then we'll... Uh, Give you one more. Give you one more. I'm going to take two because I got shorted. All right. <laughs> Here we go. Are you ready for this? Yeah. All right. So All just, right. so what we're looking for. Is it crazy that I'm just fascinated by the rapper? That should be okay. That's I mean, okay. that's that's awesome. All right. And there's only four cards per four pack. Four cards, cards per, per pack. pack. Yep. You're getting two autographs per box, though. So. Oh, okay. All right, then. And, and no bubble gum. Right. No bubble gum anymore? No, no, no bubble gum, gum. No no bubble anymore? Gum. Not on no. this stuff. Man. No. Obama. Not on Obama. <laughs> All right. All right. Wait. There we go. Why can't I not open these? You need some help already? What, what, help. What's going on here? Can, is there a certain way you have to rip it? Oh, there God. Go. There Just we like go. that. It's been a long there time since I've been to the gym, fellas. So yeah. you're going to see, you're going to notice a, uh, a glossy texture to these. So these are. Um, they look like a, like a, like like a, like a chrome fill. Yeah. 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 Like a chrome finish. So, wow. Um, there's going to be different levels of parallels. So this is the base set. Just the, what you got here is the base set. And this is a parallel. It's got a little shiny on it. You yeah. See how it dances? Yep. So we're looking through that all throughout the cards. What do you got over there, buddy? I got, me a, I got a Back to the Future insert right here, Albert Pujols. And the cool thing about this is it's got a little bit of shimmer and shine, and there's also only five of them. Oh, number to five. Look Num- at that. Number three of five. Number three of five on that. Quite a hit right there. That's a good one to get. It is indeed. Well, now, what'd you get in your pack, there, buddy? Uh, let's see. I've got a uh, rated rookie, Greg Bird, who right. everyone knows is Larry's kid. <laughs> uh, I then have all oh, Texas Rangers own Cole Hamels. There you Cole go. Hamels. That's a good card. That's got the uh, that the little shine. Yeah, to a little it shine to it. Yeah. Uh, Mike Trout. No matter what you want to say, uh, still the greatest baseball player today. It's Mike Trout. There's he's no not five hundred thousand dollars great, but he's still good. Yeah, I wouldn't say that. And then, oh wow. I got a Buster Posey with both legs working. Oh, nice. That's good. That's, that's a rare variation. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Pack two, guys. Um, oh, no. This pack opened way too easily. Too it's, been, easy? it's been resealed. Uh-oh. Oh, no. Uh-oh. Resealed. Resealed pack. <laughs> oh, look at that right off top. What'd you get? I'm a, What'd you get? Uh, San Diego chicken. We were just what? talking about the San Diego the chicken. chicken. Everybody do the chicken. You know, I'm married to a Hispanic woman. I hear that all the time. Uh, okay. <laughs> oh, 
nice. And two Diamond Kings, just like we were telling you about. Oh, nice. So here are the Diamond... Oh, okay, okay. I got to be honest. I'm a little disappointed in these Diamond Kings. <laughs> All right. These are like actual photos of the players. See, yeah, I like the... the, port- yeah, the I like the portraits. Yeah. The portraits, okay. I like the paintings. All right. Yeah. Eric Cosmer. Oh, so overrated. Uh, and I got I got an autograph. Oh, okay. What? what? You got? Yep. I got my uh, an autograph. I got a Josh Harrison autograph. Pirates or Orioles? Which one? Pirates. Pirates. Okay. Pirates. It is. So there you go. Right What's that pass. Diamond King you got there in your hand? This one here. I got me a Carlos Gonzalez. Diamond Carlos King. Gonzalez. Yep. Oh, your Colorado Rockies. All there right. What go. do you got Let's here? Let's see. I've got a uh, U Darvish. All right. That's there right. Local. Uh, hopefully a a future Cy Young winner. Uh, Bryce Harper. Uh-huh. He's your favorite player, isn't he? Oh man, you know nothing. Nothing makes me happier than seeing douche. Douche. And that battery. is douche right there. And that is actually the variation. Just to go there a step farther, instead of having his name, it actually has, what does it have written there? MVP. Oh, seriously? They yeah. put MVP on there? Yeah, there you go. They oh, did. my God. <laughs> so disappointed in you. Uh, Hector, some guy. And then, uh, so- really, there's a player named Socrates? Yes, he's very smart. Yes. Smartest guy on the I field. I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> see, see, just because I work in sports radio doesn't mean I'm supposed to know all these guys. But uh-huh. now that there's a player named Socrates, I'm going to follow him as well as Galileo <laughs> nice. for the Pirates. There you go. All right, here we go. Pack three. Pack three. Here we go. A Rod. A little A Rod action. Oh, wow. No Definitely. Silence for his retirement. And we're done. And okay. We're done. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, Mark McGuire here. Uh, Masters of the game. Mark McGuire. Mm. The game. Masters of, of steroids. Game of che- I was going to say, yeah, <laughs> he mastered some game. And New York's own Jake DeGrom. Oh, yes. I'll just show. I got one in here. I'll show, I'll show a little, uh, little love for the Rangers, a little Beltry action. Little Mariner love too, man. He was awesome. Nice, Let's best see. third place in the Mariners right. ever had. Uh, Yadier Molina. All right, nice. Who one. scares me because neck tattoos frighten me. <laughs> uh, Chris Sale, Chris Sale, who uh, uh, no did not cut up this jersey that he's wearing. No, he did yeah, not. Didn't cut no, that one up. Not. And then uh, Yadier Molina, Diamond King. See, once again, I don't think he's deserving of a Diamond King. Man, I really don't. I'm sorry. I'm sorry if you're listening in St. Louis right now, but I, I, I don't see it. Don't see it. Don't no. see it. Well, here we go. Man, you are not joking. These things are so glossy. Yeah, they are. They're glossy. Wow, it's yeah, crazy. It's like glass. That would have blown your mind in 1987. Oh, <laughs> I would have gone crazy. There's a Chris Bryant, man. Nice. Right up top. Good guy. Trace Thompson. Hey, he's on fire. Los Angeles Dodgers on-card autograph number two, 150. There you go. Look at that. That's he a good on one. fire, man. That's a gradable card. Very gradable. That's a gradable card. Everybody's favorite Ranger, Chris Davis. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> In a Rangers uniform at that. And uh, Manny Machado, also on fire. All right. All right I'll show here. I got a... Let's show a couple things here real quick. I got a Chris Sale, Diamond King, and I got Big Poppy. Gotta love some Ortiz. Maybe you. <laughs> Maybe you can love that. I also got another Chris Sale, Diamond King right there. Uh, let's see. Oh, rated rookie Ross Stripling, who will be coaching your kids soon when he's working as a <laughs> PE teacher. South Lake Carroll's own. Yeah. Oh, and Alex Rodriguez, Diamond King. Now, what? Now, why yeah. is his Diamond King different? Well, this one's a parallel. So it's got, so a, it's got a number or something on the back of it. Flip that over okay, and see, let's if, see. Yeah. see if there's something there. A little serial number there. Right there. Oh, I see it right here. Yes. So two seventy five of two ninety nine. So how much would this be? Would this go for? Um, cards about eight, eight bucks. Yeah, yeah. six really? to eight dollars. Yep. Seriously, that's awesome. Yeah, <laughs> 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 yeah. Check his pockets when he leaves. 
He's taken so much stuff today. Yeah. <laughs> like, I mean, seriously, like, how many Jordan rookie cards do y'all need in this building? Uh, at least five. Uh, at least five. Well, I <laughs> my kids got to go to school, man. <laughs> yes, I do too. <laughs> All right, I'm, I'm going to just show one out of this. Ready rookie Kyle Schwarber on the mend, hopefully coming back. There you go. Schwarber. Just crushed his ACL or whatever it was. Yep. And I'll do a little shout out to the Nationals, a little Trey Turner. That's a good one. Mr. Turner's on fire. Let's see. Uh, Jose Altuve of the Houston Sucks Astros, Chris Archer, another Chris Sale, uh, Matt Kemp, Rihanna's ex. Oh, right there. His go. claim to fame. Yes, Matt it Kemp's is. Rihanna's That's ex. That's a nice beard he's got grooming on that. <laughs> good guy, though. Yes. Good very guy. good guy. Except for he dated Rihanna. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. That's funny. All right. A couple more packs left. Charlie Blackman, not Mike Fruitman. Mike Fruitman's a card shop owner in Denver, Colorado, Aurora, Colorado. Looks like Charlie Blackman. <laughs> Carlos Gonzalez, Diamond Kings. All right. What do you got over there, Paul? I got a Buster Posey, Diamond King, parallel, number to 199. And, man, we're just hitting all Troy's favorite players. I got another no. Bryce Harper. Oh. Another Bryce Harper. Now, what do you Jeez. think of his beard? Uh, let's see. Solid. Yeah, pretty solid. It definitely looks like Summer's Eve. Oh. <laughs> So douche. <laughs> so douche. So douche. Uh, let's see. Carlos Correa. Not many things I like about Houston, but pretty good player right there. Johnny Cueto. Uh, an illusion card? Yeah. yeah. Illusion card. Insert. Nice. Very nice. Uh, some random rookie. I have no idea. All of the big chill. Noma. Noma Mazzara right there. Very cool. Very cool. All right. right we got finish it up. One, yep. last, last two oh. packs here. Finish it up. This is sad now. You like like sad? I could I could sit here and open these all day. Hey, you got day. any yeah, bucks? You could go. We oh, yeah, yeah, we are hiring. Yeah. We are really? Hiring. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. You Seriously? want to come over and work for Beckett Media? Yeah. There you go. Come on over here. We might let you on the show every now and then. Oh, I could do that. <laughs> <laughs> Shut up, Troy. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of Troy, here's Troy Twilowitzki. Too low. Oh. Too low. He is a tool. Uh, Prince Filter, I can't feel my neck. Oh, oh yeah. he, man. Few, he, he just couldn't work out the kinks, that's all. Once last, not last winter, the winter before last, a Blue Jay landed in my backyard, a fat Blue Jay. And I had to make sure that it wasn't Cecil Filter <laughs> before. <laughs> so bad. So bad. So bad. I, got it. I, I teared up during that, during that press conference, got to admit. You did? did I you? did. You know, when he, he brought his kids up there. Yeah. If his kids weren't there and it was just him, i been like, you know what, you're good, man. You're good. You got money. You got success. And now I saw the kids. I'm like, oh, that's <laughs> <laughs> so, All right. Last pack. You got, it's, it's all you, buddy. All right, then. Uh, once again, another rated rookie. I have no idea. Tyler Naquin. Naquil. What did he do? He had uh, seven hits in a, in a series or a game so oh, far. Or nice. Something like that. Yeah, Never yeah. heard of it. <laughs> Who knows that? <laughs> yeah, I work sorry. in sports radio. I don't even know that. Right, we'll uh, Dallas Keuchel. Once again, Houston sucks. Not a big fan. Jacob DeGrom. Got that Diamond King. Another doucher, oh. Evan Longoria. <laughs> Evan. Evan Longoria. Oh, yeah, I'm going to shoot this video where I, like, save this woman from a flying ball coming towards her face. Yeah, like, you didn't just cut that in the editing room. Man. I'm so angry You got right some now. hate I'm about so on, angry hate right on I've been that. up since, like, 3 a.m. This oh, is what happens to me. <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Facebook Live, thanks for watching. That was uh, our box busters of Donruss Optic. Got a couple of good hits. Um, a couple of decent autos, some yeah, Diamond man. Kings, and took Mr. Hughes back down memory lane with some uh, new chrome, chromanium kind of type stuff. Is that a uh, word? Chromanium. You Chrom just made it. Chromanium. Yeah, up. just made it up. Call Webster's. Let them know. <laughs> Call, yeah, Webster's. Put that in the dictionary. Chromanium. There you go. Chromanium. All right, guys. Uh, Facebook Live. We'll catch you next time. And just keep watching. All right, Troy, what do you think about that, man? 
That was amazing. I mean, it's 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 weird opening packs these days with just four cards in them. Sure. I mean, back in the day, it was, what, 10 or 12 cards? Yeah, at least, yeah. When, like, 80, well, let's be honest, like 80% of them were crap. Sure. At least you know you're getting something out of these. So sure. The cards look nice. Yeah, they look nice now, like don't they? gloss and just... The, See, the, a that was a, that's a fun product to open, but you said there's four cards per pack. We have, there's stuff coming out today that has two cards per pack, and that's all you get. Yeah. Like... Top Strata or what? Top just, Dynasty has one card in one it. One card per pack, yeah. And then we just opened that. Um, well, I mean, just even the Panini Preferred we just opened had mm -hmm. two packs, two cards in each pack. Yeah. You have four cards, and it was a, it's a, retails over two hundred dollars a box. <laughs> I know. We're, I, I wish okay. we weren't on radio because his face was <laughs> priceless right there. So <laughs> a pack yes. of two cards yes. is two hundred dollars. Yes. It yeah. Was, it was a box and had two packs in it. And each pack had two cards, so you get four total cards, and it uh, retails about two twenty-five. And what, like, like what card could be in there worth more than the two hundred? That's the catcher. That's <laughs> the catcher. I mean, they do have certain cards in there. I mean, there are some Steph Curry autographs and things like that you could pull out. Uh, Towns autograph, uh, but yeah, that's few and far between as far as what you could pull. So out. So basically, you guys are risking it. It's a, it's a total gamble every time. Yeah. yeah. Um, Tops Mint probably is the newest product that is by far yeah. the biggest reach. On your money because it's nine hundred dollars a box, and you get six cards. Six cards, and you you might make your money back on it on the secondary market. So so basically, th these are like the hot dogs at the convenience store. Yeah, you're gonna risk it if you put mm -hmm. it in your mouth because you don't know what's gonna happen yeah. to your body. Yeah, it's in just like case. when you guys go up to Winstar. Yeah, it's just like that. Well, yeah. see, I don't worry about that. See, that's RJ. RJ okay. Choppy on our on our show on one hundred five three The Fan here in Dallas. That's his thing. Like he goes up there and he gambles away. You know, like I go up there and gamble away pocket change. He gambles away uh, tuition. Oh, for his kids, man, it never works out well for him. That doesn't. It's not, good. That, it's not good when you make deposits and no withdrawals. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, no. All right, man. We're gonna get right into Beck and whatevers because uh, our clock is running down. But we're, we want to have a little bit of fun here and just talk about everything. We're gonna start with uh, the WWE. Oh man, this is a, why. Why are you turning off the mic? <laughs> I'm not turning off my mic. I'm not turning off. I'm, I'm going to be a spectator. Oh, okay. but I'm not going to turn off awesome. my mic. This is a uh, man. I might say ooh and ah or something. One, one of the things. That I wanted to bring you in here for because those I mean RJ RJ Choppy and they, they kill you for talking WWE but yeah but that's welcomed here oh see that's great. welcomed here see that's my sport so let's do it that's my sport that's yeah uh, wrestling I've been a fan since oh my gosh since I was like four or five like okay. you know like growing up in Fairfield Texas a little small town I would every Saturday night. Watch what would go on at the Sportorium. Mark Lawrence. On oh, the, yes, man, absolutely. Just, you know, just, Bill Mercer. Yeah. And watching those guys. And uh, it, it's funny, like, today when people come up to me or see me at a radio event and they want to talk about wrestling from mm -hmm. the Dallas days, they want to talk about the Von Erichs, sure. which is great. I mean, the Von Erichs to me are gods. Mm -hmm. They are Texas sporting legends. And, yeah, I did use the word sport. Yeah. Because it is a sport. <laughs> and the thing is, it's like, I can talk about the Von Erichs, but... Growing up, it was Von Erich, Skandar Akbar, Iceman King Parsons, Gino Hernandez. I mean, I could go on and on. Gino Hernandez died in a hotel room. Is that right? He died yeah. in a hotel room. Uh, cocaine overdose. Yeah. But he, it was in his stomach, though, right? Right. So there's a little, there's some speculation about that. But wow. from that promotion, from the WCCW, I think like 87 wrestlers have died that came through there. Mm -hmm. All, it's all, but most of them have been murders or, you know, overdoses or it's all been kind of shady. So, it, like, yeah. uh, my man who got down, killed down in Puerto Rico, uh, 
Oh, a Bruiser Brody. Yeah, Bruiser Brody. Bruiser Brody. Stabbed what, 17 times in a shower? With like 20 other wrestlers in there. And then yeah. afterwards, everyone's like, oh, I didn't see yeah, anything. Yeah, I didn't see anything. And so, and, and that that's the dark side yeah. about the Sportatorium in those days. But to me, being a kid growing up, it wasn't that. To me, that was the that was the magical place that I wanted to go to. And so there was one weekend in which my father told me, we're driving to Dallas, and I'm going to take you to the Sportatorium. There you go. And as a kid, the Sportatorium, to me, looked like Madison Square Garden. Sure. Like that was the gotcha. mecca to go to. Sure. And then I arrived there as a small child at the Sportatorium there in South Dallas, and I realized, why do people drink out of paper bags? Yeah. <laughs> and I quickly <laughs> understood that this is a dangerous place to be. Yep. I'm too young to see this, and we need to leave. My, <laughs> my biggest memory of the Sportatorium no air conditioning. None. None it at all. It was hot as all hell and in there. this is why I don't do wrestling. <laughs> this is why. But it's better yeah. now. It, it, no air conditioning at all. Um, we always sat on the heel side. So whenever, like, I hand to God, I hid under my mother's chair when Kamala came down the aisle. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> there was always that one wrestler that genuinely scared you as a child. Kamala was it for me. Oh, mine was the missing link. <laughs> oh, I understand that yeah, completely. The missing link, uh, if you guys don't know, painted face with like a black weird ponytail that he would grab and you know, act as though he was going to headbutt you to sure. death. But it was, uh, yeah, it was the missing link and a little bit, a little bit of the one-man gang. Yeah, a little bit of the one man game. Big guy, but I mean, then, the Undertaker but, didn't scare you guys. No, no because back, he was Mark Calloway back yeah, then. Yeah, he, he oh. wasn't the Undertaker. He was just a you. tall ginger. Yeah, it was, it was yeah. like being beat up by a steroided Ed Sheeran. Oh, you know, oh, yeah. it, wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't really the same thing. You know, <laughs> that was awesome. Wow. <laughs> not not much catches me off guard, but an Ed Sheeran reference to Undertaker is awesome. That is good. <laughs> so, yeah. No, but yeah, Frogman McBluff. Do you remember Frogman McBluff? Oh, now I've got to think. Frog, Frogman. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Now, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah Undertaker yeah. actually almost killed that guy in the oh, ring. Oh, yeah, now I remember. Because he, he, he did the old school, right? And right. He, but it used to be the hand behind the head and a heart punch. And he, he hit him, came down, hit him, and his heart skipped a couple of beats. And he dude was out, oh, like yep. gone. And they had to bring him back in the ring. Yeah. But that was a... Uh, that was the Sportatorium, and as, as Troy said, it was very dangerous. Kids shouldn't have been there. No, at all. should not have been there. <laughs> and uh, I, I, I enjoyed that one day, that one time I went there, and and I actually did get an autograph that oh, okay. I kept, and it's still at the house. I ran up because back in the day, you run up right to the ring to the ropes right, and just exactly. stick whatever you had out, and they mm -hmm. would sign it. And I have a piece of paper signed by a wrestler then. That went by the name the Dingo Warrior. Oh, the Ultimate Warrior. Who became Warrior. the Ultimate Warrior. Yes. Oh, wow. So I nice. still have that autograph. Very cool. Yeah. We have pictures of in my mother's home of Kevin Von Erich holding my sister in the ring. Because just like you're talking about, we rush, we rush the ring and you hold up whatever you have. Well, you my hold your mom baby. <laughs> held up the oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like the Pope. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Kevin is holding my sister uh, barefooted in all his Texas gloriness. Just walking around the ring, and nice. uh, that's, that's amazing. That's the prize. That's the prize uh, thing on our my mom's mantle. So when that's I die, that. I'm gonna get cremated, and I'm gonna have my uh, ashes sprinkled all over my mom's floor, and then next to my next to the Kevin Von Erich picture is gonna be a be a plaque that says "Who's vacuuming now?" That's really, <laughs> yeah. Uh -huh. I'm actually gonna get stuffed in the pose of Rikishi doing the stink face nice. to my wife. Nice. So she's gonna put that by the bed. Awesome. That, that's that's how I like to go. How does out. she feel about that? Yeah, oh, she, she likes that side of me. Okay. Literally. All right. All right. <laughs> now, what did you think about SummerSlam? SummerSlam was uh, wow. Uh, where do I begin? Uh, it started off well, mm -hmm. and it definitely. Uh, 
hit its peak with the the John Cena AJ Styles match. That was pretty good. Was amazing. Yeah. And, and what's amazing to me is when I was watching this match, is I was thinking to myself, AJ Styles is thirty eight, right? And he's doing these incredible moves. And John Cena is no longer a young sure. chicken in the game as as well. But they had an incredible match. In fact, uh, AJ Styles will be in our studio next Tuesday. And uh, on a personal level, I've actually got to uh, talk to him several times. Extremely nice guy. Sure. He's a hardcore Christian family yep. man. Yep. That's away from the character. Uh, but the match was great itself. And then it just declined from there. SummerSlam just went downhill. And I think it was because everyone was drained. Sure. That's the thing. I, I've been to every WrestleMania since WrestleMania 25. Oh, wow. I went to WrestleMania 25 when uh, it was in Houston with my dad. Okay. And... Um, we went there, and as soon as the fireworks went off, I'm trying not to cry because I'm like, this is my Super Bowl. This right. is sure. my moment. Sure. And my father told me at that moment, you know, you buy the tickets, I'll buy the airfare in the hotel, and we'll go. Sweet. And ever since then, we've gone to every WrestleMania. And every WrestleMania knows that you can't throw the best and biggest match right in the middle of the show. you got to wait till the end yeah. or you will kill the crowd. And that's what happened at SummerSlam. Yeah, definitely. After that match, everything went downhill. And then... The whole Lesnar, Randy Orton thing. I mean, what do you think about that? Um, I thought it was crap. You know, it's. I I heard. Well, I, it's not rumor. It did happen. Jericho got in his face and backed him down after yeah. at the backstage. That's awesome. That that actually happened. I love Jericho, but that that match it was built with so much anticipation, and then that happened. Yeah, and exactly. Just, and like you said, you know, Chris Jericho, according to you know people that know about the situation, say that. He confronted Brock Lesnar mm -hmm. and Randy Orton's like, no, no, this was no what we were working towards and stuff like that. But you're right. I mean, it was such a letdown for sure. what was built up. And then to say that it was, you know, oh, he wins by TKO. A TKO. Yeah, exactly. We this don't is, have TKOs in this sport. Right. This is not it's, this is not MMA. No, really. no, yeah. this is not a TKO. You have a match and you crown a champion, yep. or in this case, you crown a victor. And it was just it, it was depressing for me, and also it just made me not like Brock Lesnar anymore. Because to be honest, I don't like him at all. Sure. I, I think Brock Lesnar is the most overrated WWE wrestler in history. Hmm. I think he did great things on the collegiate level, and when he wrestled and won the uh, championship in college, when he went to the UFC and he was in the octagon and became a champion, great. But what he does as a performer for the WWE. Never been a fan of it. Not a fan I can't, of it I can't watch a match where a guy gets suplexed 15 times and say, oh, my God, I was so impressed by that. Sure. I'm that's, not. That's not cool at all. It's, not impressed at all. It's, I, can, I mean, I could do that to Paul 15 times, and that would be impressive. Well, coincidentally, <laughs> that's what we're doing today. Awesome. Yeah. So let's pull up Facebook Live again, and we're going to do that right here in Becca Media. That would awesome. be awesome. Awesome. So awesome. SummerSlam on a whole, I think we would agree, was great. And then a letdown. Yeah, yeah, let down at the very end. Uh, but I, I mean, I, I enjoyed the fact that the the women are getting the push now. Sasha Banks. Yeah. In that match against Charlotte, I I literally thought she was going to be broken in half. Sure. I mean, she and I mean, I you know people like to use the word literally, and they mm -hmm. don't mean no. I literally thought it was going <laughs> to be like a Mortal Kombat scene where she's going to get ripped in finish half. Her. I mean, yeah, finish her. <laughs> no, I really thought that was going to happen, but I love what they're doing with the women's division right now. I love the fact that they're actually treating these divas like actual wrestlers sure and uh that was kind of the cool thing when i talked to sasha banks when we did radio row mm -hmm. with wrestlemania in town here in dallas i talked to her about the championship and that it you know how do you feel about it not being known as the divas belt and she just looked at me like 
like a giddy little school kid. Like I, this is great. Sure. It's great for us as women to be no longer known as the bra and panties match. Sure. And people yelling puppies at us. Sure. But they're actual wrestlers. And the thing is, these girls can entertain. And those matches are incredible. Are you watching the what they're doing on um, the network with the, the ladies? Uh, like NXT? Uh, no, no, they have like a ladies revolution thing that they're. Oh doing. no, I haven't seen that you, one. You should check that out. They're you know they're 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 the whole card. Oh, so I haven't seen that one yet. It brings back uh, the ladies of Glow <laughs> a oh, little bit. Oh <laughs> man, the ladies of Glow, yes. the old days of Bambi and, and uh, Alunda Blaze. Oh, yeah. I've heard those names in a long yeah, time. Yeah, that's it's been uh, Mula. Mula. Yeah, Wendy was, Richter. Yes. Wendy Richter. Oh my gosh, she she was the original screw job, by the way. Oh wow, Wendy Richter. Most people don't. Most people, if you know wrestling, you know about the Montreal sure. screw job right. with uh, you know Bret Hart. Yeah, yeah, everyone knows about that. But Wendy Richter was the original one. Wendy Richter, uh, Vince McMahon wanted her to sign a certain contract where she was going to extend her WWF contract. Okay, she refused to because there was an attorney present. And that night during a match at Madison Square Garden, while she held the title. They brought in some masked wrestler called like Star Girl or something, and it was actually the fabulous <laughs> Moolah. Oh wow! And she forcibly pinned her to the mat to take the title away from her. Oh man! And that was the original screw job. I it's a great oh, video. Wow. You got to check it out on YouTube. When you see the video, you actually see her like, "What the hell is going on here?" Okay, I'll check cool. that out. Winnie Richter, fabulous move with the star. Yes, awesome. Yeah, Let's not Star Man, not star. like the NES game pro wrestling <laughs> with Star Man. <laughs> But just like that. The star. Like okay. That. We're going to get off wrestling. We're going to get into uh, Stranger Things because uh, you, you you had some time alone recently with your wife out of town, your wife and kids out of town, and uh, you needed something to watch on Netflix. So you binged watch Stranger Things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the wifey and the uh, kids left town, and I was home alone, which is you know, weird. You know, yeah. when you're married with three kids. Sure. When yeah. the, it's crazy because you like, don't even know what to do with no, yourself. No, you don't. You no, know, if you're in your early to mid 20s and that happens, you're like, yeah, party. Was he ever clear? Yeah. <laughs> and then this time I'm like, what the, what the hell am I going to do? I got nothing to do. So right. I started watching Netflix recently, but none of the shows. I only got Netflix because, going back to wrestling, I went to see The Sheik. Sure. I went to see the great documentary. great documentary, by the way. Oh, it's horribly heartbreaking. Heartbreaking, but incredible documentary so i was like i need to watch a show so do i watch house of cards orange is the new black awesome or, show too i didn't know what to watch but everyone told me specifically uh ben and skin from 105 through the fan here in dallas they told me you've got to watch stranger things and i wasn't disappointed it was great man wasn't disappointed at all and the thing is i'm not a fan of like sci-fi or, you know, fantasy movies. I've never really been a hardcore Star Wars, Star Trek. I know that may get me killed around here <laughs> by some guys. So I know someone's going to come out here with a double-edged <laughs> lightsaber and take my head off. But I've never been a fan of, like, like the sci-fi. But there's something different about Stranger Things. Yeah. It takes you back, at least me, to the old movies of, like, The Explorers and uh, even Stand By Me, The Goonies. Very Spielberg, very Stephen King esque. Yeah, a lot of a lot of eighties pop culture references in it. Um, even a reference to sports cards and comic books. Really? Saying that's what friends do. They let they lend them things like sports cards and comic books. Now, Paul, nice. I'm not lending you a damn thing. No. <laughs> when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to about the show, yeah. I'm not lending you anything either. Yeah. I don't want to end up on the other side of that TV. So, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, you don't want to end up in the upside down. Yeah. But the the references to 80s pop culture is all throughout the show. The synth music is... The synth music is great. The theme. Yeah, the theme, the theme song for Stranger Things is perfect. 
dichotomy of what 80s was. I mean, it sounds like something Howard Jones was doing because it's so 80s-esque. And here's the other thing. You're talking about the retro aspect of it and how it brings you back. I'm not lying about this. I told this story on the radio, and one of the guys on the show, Sean, was looking at me like, are you being for real? And I never lie. I always tell the truth on the radio. And uh, I lied to my wife. But <laughs> I, I, I told the truth on this story. After I watched Stranger Things, there's a scene in which, uh, um, what's the girl's name? I forgot. Eleven? Uh, no, 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 not Eleven. Nancy? The, the, Barb? Uh, yeah, Nancy. Okay. Nancy. Uh, Nancy is in her bedroom with the boyfriend, okay. Steve. Yeah. And they start making out, and Toto's Africa's playing in the yeah, background. Yeah, And I was uh, like, wow, that's a great song. I yeah. forgot how great Toto's Africa <laughs> was. That's a really good song. I mean, the lyrics that's are... early 80s. Yeah, the lyrics are crazy <laughs> weird. You know, I, I, yeah. I don't want to hear about the lyrics, but it's great beat. So when my wife came back, you know, I hadn't seen her in a week. Kids were in bed. And I was like, all right, let's get to know each other again. I put on Toto <laughs> on my Rhapsody account. And she was like, what do we listen to? I said, don't matter. <laughs> don't matter. Just sit there. It's echoing tonight. And I'm like <laughs> reciting the lyrics. And she's like, what are we doing? I was like, just go with it. And it was all because of Stranger Things. You try to recreate the Nancy and Steve I, I came close, literally. And I mean... <laughs> As soon as I put on that music, I was like, "This is great." That's and, so and, awesome. And, and never since then, I've been, I've been, I've been listening to nothing but '80s music. Really? Because, because of this show? Yeah, it's, wow. It's, it's been. I just finished it this weekend, and I'm not a big fan of the '80s music that's played in it, but I understand it. My wife is all on that though. She's she's all about that. Oh, it's of it. great. I mean, it, it's I'll just have to check it out now. Now dude, I can relate I'm, to. It. I'm telling you, there Paul, you it's such a good show. But when you watch it, just remember. Screw Barb. No one likes Barb. No, no one, no likes, one Barb. likes Barb. No one. Days now. Barb no one is a 34 Barb. Husky and yes. wears glasses. If Barb was a size 7 and didn't drive a Dodge POS, everybody would love Barb. But Barb's own parents doesn't li- don't yeah, like Barb. Yeah, no one likes Barb. She's the Luke Longley yes. of Stranger Things. <laughs> yes. You know, it's like you're on a championship team, but you're really not contributing. <laughs> yes. So that's what she is. You've got to watch this show. Like okay. I said, not a sci-fi fan, but once I watched it, I was immediately involved in it. Winona Ryder's incredible on there. Uh, is it Miley Brown? I guess is the actress name who plays mm-hmm. Eleven. Mm-hmm. This girl's a star. Yeah, really? she scares yeah. the crap out of me. And not to give away too much, but I bought Egos for the first time. Did in you years, really? Wow! All because of this oh, show. Oh wow! It's a great show. So you, you changed your music. You've changed what you're eating. Yeah, this is a big deal. Yeah, I'm this, gonna hang up Christmas lights in my house, which you don't know what that means, but you will <laughs> once you watch the show. Yeah, once you once you dig into that show, you see the Christmas lights. You're all gonna right, be. So if uh, I'm looking for change, then yeah, I'll change yeah. <laughs> my life. I'll go with so, Stranger Things. Um, Guys, everybody, Ryan Cracknell put a post up about Stranger Things on the Beckett homepage. If you go to www.beckett.com, you can see it there on the latest updates. It's about Stranger Things, and it ties it into collecting cards and comic books, which is what we do here. So go check that out, read it, then go check out the show, Paul. Like, I think maybe we should have like a like a Beckett Facebook Live where you watch Stranger Things oh, yeah. and you just <laughs> react my, my, to it. Yeah, that would be great. It's like Mystery Science Theater. Oh, we yes. We could do that. We could definitely do that. We could definitely do that. Awesome. When, one more thing we wanted to get into. You, you said that you're not a big Star Wars fan, uh, but we were talking about card prices and recent sales, and Daisy Ridley has an awesome autograph in Topps Chrome Star Wars. It's a super fractor. That's a one-on-one, and it was up for $15,000. Mm. 
on <laughs> on eBay on Jeez. the secondary market. Now the Harrison Ford sold for ten thousand. Sold for ten thousand. Uh, the, the Ridley's no longer up, so that kind of leads me to believe that maybe there was a deal done off eBay, yep. which for fees' sake, I hope that there was, because right. <laughs> eBay will kill you. I, if you don't know this about eBay, man, the fees will. Oh yeah, it, it'll just eat you alive. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. So. Um, Fifteen thousand dollars. I don't know what the fees would be on that, but a that, lot. Yeah, it'd be a lot. And then you got to report it for your taxes and all that stuff. And no one wants the government involved. So, so once <laughs> again, this card was fifteen grand, right? That's yeah. what they had it listed. That's for. what they had it listed for. And Harrison was what? Ten. Ten. It sold for ten. I'm sorry. Now, how is that possible? We we're talking about one of the greatest actors of all time. Mm-hmm. Does that not? I think mean it has anything? to do with the fact that she's a female. She, she's a female. One, and she doesn't have. So, in the card world, female one will get you points. Mm-hmm. If, you, if there's a female relic card, for, there's a bunch of perverts out there, evidently, who like to get relic cards of females because they've worn they said piece of Why are you both pointing at each other? Because no, we're not. that's just no, the way it goes. Shut up, <laughs> <laughs> So those are two things. And then with her, she doesn't have very many official autographs. Leaf Pop Century just came out, and it had her first autographs in it. Yeah. But Leaf, God love them, but they're not a company affiliated with Star Wars in any way whatsoever. So to get her autograph on a Star Wars card from a certified company, like from Tops, it just drives the value up. Yeah. And Harrison has, and I don't, I don't quote, I don't know how many he has, but he has a bunch of different cards that are signed. So mm-hmm. the, if you wanted to get one, you have a lot of access to get one. To where, like Eric's saying, there's just nothing, nothing out there on the market yet for yeah. her. Wow. So. Yeah. I feel like so defeated here in these. <laughs> this, this and she's like, I mean, she's like the hottest actress in, that's going right now you know, yeah. in that movie. I mean, everybody, she, she kicked butt in that movie, so... You know, and she's she's going to be a main character now for, you know, moving forward. But sure. what what about the actor? I mean, I mean, are we going to another movie? What about like Wonder Woman? What is it, Gal? Uh, oh, she's so Gal Gadot. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, she doesn't have anything out yet. So yeah. come on, um, nothing. No, um, <sighs> not the co- a company now. called Cryptozoic owns the rights to that character. Right. So there's the potential in the future for Wonder Woman to have a set of its own, and she could have an autograph in it. Yeah. Um, that like Upper Deck owns the mo- most of the licenses for well they own all the licenses for the the Disney superheroes so Captain America Ant Man the Avengers they have all those rights and so they make those products and those products are awesome they really are um, being sports cards guys they're when I see a, a costume card that has you know a piece of Ant Man's eye in it I'm I'm yeah. kind of geeking out about it yeah. because we don't get that we or get Iron plain Man suit yeah, yeah exactly I mean, you get a piece of Iron Man suit's kind of cool so, so those are cool. Uh, with Wonder Woman and Cryptozoic, if it happens, you know, if someone else doesn't get that license, because the, the DC license belongs to Cryptozoic, if someone else doesn't take that or you know outbid them for it, it has the potential to be a huge thing, absolutely huge. And one of two things is going to happen when you leave here today, Troy. You're either going to just like throw your hands up and be like, I'm I'm out of the game because I can't afford it, or you're going to get right back into it. Oh, <laughs> I can't get right back into <laughs> so, it. Not with the three kids. So I mean, I appreciate eating ramen noodles back in college, <laughs> but I don't think I can break it down and do that again. <laughs> you know? But uh, maybe, I don't know. Maybe 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 if I come across like a barbed wire Pamela Anderson card, is there anything like that available? Uh, out there? She does have autographs for barbed wire out there. Uh, oh, okay, I can do that. That's. They're old, though, you know, okay. obviously. What about television shows? I'm looking for a Marky Post Night Court. Oh, no. <laughs> that might be a little tougher. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, See, that's tougher, a good yeah. one. But the television show, like, how do you feel about the non-sports stuff? And, Paul, I mean, I don't know. Actually, we've never even talked about that. You mean, that. like, the older stuff to the newer stuff Just, now? like, the stuff that's out now, would you buy it? 
Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean the the stuff that they've done with the Ghostbusters and 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 different shows like that. Yeah, it's it's fantastic. Like Walking Dead. Yeah, like Walking See, Dead. See, we just opened preacher. Walking Dead. Yeah, they got those new preacher cards out that are doing really well. So, um, go and ahead. Some of the other stuff you've opened, even even when you guys did some of that Three Stooges stuff. You know, yeah. I mean that was there was a lot of cards and you know it was a lot, uh, fairly big product. But sure. And it wasn't have a lot of shiny stuff in it, but it was still kind of cool. Sure. To get those cards with the preacher, you know? they're doing tops now. Do you know what? Do you, so base so now. I'm not trying to make a pun on words. Now you can get cards printed instantly. So did you watch The Preacher on AMC? Yeah, yeah, I've seen Okay, yeah. so what would happen was that show would go off on Sunday night. Monday morning, they would have a five-card set from that show that you could order for, at, what was it, $20? Or it was uh, $34.95, I think. $34.95, okay, so you would get a five-card set from that show, and then you would know the print run on those cards. I think the least the least printed was a 144, and the most printed was like 312. So there was only 300, no, 144 total sets of that card of those cards made. On the secondary market, those are 30, 40 dollars a piece. Right, and it's and they're crazy. all scenes from that show. So yeah. it's right. all episodes. So like they do it for baseball. So like the other day, uh, Rizzo went up on top of the the tar map to make yeah. that catch or whatever. Yeah, it's a sweet card of him like in full motion making that catch, which is awesome because. It happened that night. They produced the card the next day. You get it within a week or two from the shipping. And you don't have to wait till 2017 for them to put that on a card. Sure. So it's kind of cool. Like it's almost like the Tops Now set kind of catalogs the entire year and the highlights from each game that go on. And the man yes, sitting across. I love is technology. Pretty cool. <laughs> I mean, so Kip-like right now. Yeah. So cool. Like yeah. each yeah. row hits his 3,000. You know, hit. They got cards the next day. All right, day, wait. You know. Hold on. But let's not bring Ichiro in here. Okay. Hey, he hey, he hey, did hey. not hit three thousand hits. We're not including Japan. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm not. I'm not getting it. Seriously, are, did they make a three thousand card yeah. for that? Yeah. Okay, who printed it? Tops. Okay, I, I know y'all have a working relationship, so I'm just going to talk to Tops. <laughs> Tops, burn that card. It's not worth anything. He did not get three thousand hits. Oh, you sound like you're siding with Pete Rose. Um, what? <laughs> <laughs> so that card is actually. Been printed and on the secondary market, the asking prices for those things are astronomical. But they're getting them because they're rare. They're the the print run is not huge, right, Paul? Right, I mean, this is you. Or the, so the regular the regular base card they uh, they end up selling about eleven. It was eleven thousand five hundred and fifty of them um, for that base card. Now what they also did too was they tops purchased a actual base from the game and put pieces of the uh, base they cut the base and put them on relic, relic cards and they did those in different print runs so you could buy one that was numbered to 99 49 25 10 and a one of one and the one of one was only available for about 30 seconds it went live on the on the internet and somebody bought it and they bought it for a thousand dollars yeah and what are the Brandon Crawford autographs right that one yeah. sold it recently and then what the tops now has also done is they took some of the cards so you you would make your order and then they would go, and what they did was nobody knew they were doing it, was they had a, like 10 of Brandon Crawford's were signed. So right. they sold 300 that day, and then they sent out, put 10 random autographs in there. So all of a sudden you open up your package and you got this autograph card. The Brandon Crawford, since it was so rare, no one knew it was going to happen, right. on the secondary market went for six grand. Seriously? Yeah. yeah. And right now there's a, not, not that he's your favorite person, but Ichiro, there is an Ichiro autograph out there, and there's only 10 of them. 
And right now they're only listed. I haven't seen any sales, but they're listed anywhere from eight to fifteen thousand dollars. And when these put when they put these cards in randomly, mm-hmm. who's randomly putting these in? Is this just some like random factory yeah. worker in like Clarksville? I think with those, they would probably be someone associate of Tops. Okay. Yeah. Uh, I I would think I don't know, but that would make that I would, would imagine seem, the yeah. orders because you know the order the stuff. I'm sure there's a QC department that yeah. goes okay. They ordered six or five, so that person probably goes okay. Well, I'm going to take one of the regular ones out and I'm going to put one of the yeah. The that always amazed me. Like I always thought, did they always know where that card's going? I, I don't I, think they do. I don't think they know exactly where. No. no, I don't think they do. But there are higher end products that get hand packed. Okay. So. Like us, flawless, yeah. Us three sitting across across the table, and we have stacks of cards in front of us. We're packing, we're hand packing them. We know what's in those, right. but random like that box that we opened earlier. There's no telling. Yeah, they don't have any. Right. There's no telling. At least I I I I like to believe that there's yeah. no telling. Yeah, I don't think I like to believe. I don't think there is. And we go back to wrestling. Yeah. yeah <laughs> so uh, man, that's it, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for uh, just being here with us this afternoon. Yeah, this was awesome, today, dude. This was this was. Uh, this was something I never thought about as a kid. Like I said, you know, you just get those Beckett magazines and you just look up those car prices and pray to God that, you know, whatever cards you have of Mike Lamb is worth something. And yeah. Now here I am. Like, it's just amazing being up here. So I appreciate that. Now, as a kid, were you were you, were you cognizant of the up arrow? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. Yes, I was. That up arrow means so much to people yeah you don't even know <laughs> and, the, and the down arrow has put yeah. people on different kind of drugs to yeah so oh, really <laughs> yeah. yeah oh yeah man i mean so so who in this building is in charge of the arrows well he does the football yeah, and i do the hockey oh, so we are too. in charge of the arrows for those yep. sports uh brian fleischer does the baseball he's in charge of those sports so uh, baseball soccer and yep. Basketball. Yeah. Matt Bible does all your non yeah. non sports. We're stuff in charge and, uh, of the up and down arrows. Yep. Oh man, you're like you're like Twitter in charge of, of giving people the check mark. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You know? we, we swipe right and left. Yeah, yeah so. you do mostly right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. So um, yeah, man. Thanks for coming on the show. Thanks for for being here today. I hope that you enjoyed it. I, we enjoyed having you in studio and uh, sure. and, and going through memory lane with us. No, man. this is awesome. I want to come back. There ain't no doubt about that. Awesome. awesome. Cool. Well, we'll get you back on then. Yep. And uh, until next time, guys, just keep listening. Cue the Drake.